Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 168. How to Attract Quality Relationship Partners, Part 3, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Welcome everyone, I'm Joss Marie, your host and personal narrator. And this is the show where I narrate to you every weekday from some of the best relationship blogs in the world, similar to an audiobook or audio blog. Today, I have part three of a five-part post from Steve Pavlina that offers tips for attracting quality relationship partners. And as I mentioned in part one and part two, despite this article being lengthier than most that we feature here on the show, we decided to share it with you anyway and break it out over the course of a week. So make sure and listen to yesterday and Monday's episodes first to hear parts one and two, if you haven't already. And then we'll be featuring parts four and five tomorrow and Friday. Also, I realize that we're only about halfway through the month, but given the holidays can be a little crazy, I figured I'd give you a heads up if you'd like to have your name submitted for our next book giveaway. All you have to do is join our mailing list right at oldpodcast.com and we do a raffle on the first of every month. And with that, let's hear part three of Steve's post and continue optimizing your life. How to Attract Quality Relationship Partners, part three, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. So, instead of pushing myself to meet people when the odds of a good match are so much against me, I cheat. I put myself in situations where I can rationally expect to find a greater abundance of quality matches. One good place to find wonderful social matches is at personal growth workshops. I met my girlfriend Rochelle at CGW number one, and she's from Canada, not Vegas. We're both terrific matches for each other, but neither of us were finding quality matches in our own cities, so we put the odds on our side by looking outside our cities. I know that when I meet people at personal growth events, I have a much greater chance of meeting people I find interesting and fun to connect with. One reason I do a lot of public speaking is that it enriches my social life tremendously. I meet lots of interesting, growth-oriented people through those channels. In this day and age, you aren't limited to your local social pool. The whole world is open to you. If you think the good matches live somewhere else, then either go where they are or invite lots of them to come to you by giving them compelling reasons to show up. How far you have to extend yourself depends on what you want. How prevalent are your desired matches in the general population? If your desires are fairly easy to match, such that, perhaps, 1 in 50 people in your local community would be a suitable match for you, you can simply go out and meet people on the street. But what if you're so selective that perhaps only 1 in 10,000 people would be a suitable match? then meeting people at random is like finding a needle in a haystack. Those are bad odds. That's essentially my situation. What do those 1 in 10,000 people have in common? Are there places or situations where they might be more concentrated? Can you go to those places? 
Is there somewhere where lots of them will gather, such that your odds of finding a decent match could be reduced to better than 1 in 100? If I want to make new vegan friends, I could try to approach people on the street and ask if they're vegan, but vegans are only about 1 500th of the general population, so this will take a lot of effort unless I get lucky. Or I could go to a local vegan meetup where about 4 out of 5 people may be vegan, and those attendees will likely know other vegans too that they can introduce me to. The latter approach saves a lot of time. One of the reasons I like to host free meetups when I travel is to make it easier for like-minded people to meet each other. There's no reason you can't do something similar. Aligning with power To be aligned with power in your expectations requires taking action. If you take a lot of action, this will increase your expectation of eventually finding a quality match. My preferred way of doing this is to make invitations. When I find potential matches, I invite those people to spend more time together. But I don't do this randomly. I do it when I may expect a decent match. If you're doing a lot of inviting, but the people who show up aren't good matches, then you may be aligned with power, but then you need to get the application of your power aligned with truth. Notice what isn't working and stop it. Do something else that has a better shot of success. Another problem that can happen here is self-delusion. People think they're doing a lot of inviting, but they aren't. Or they think that a few invites a month is a lot. I know of one guy who set up three dates every night, spaced at two-hour intervals, so he could meet a lot of different women and practice connecting with them in different ways. I think he even did this for months. If that's a lot, then how close are you really to issuing a lot of invites? Again, cheat when you can. I cheat liberally, and it pays off. How do I cheat? One way I do this is by modifying my professional life to enhance my social life. I could sit at home blogging for months on end, but staying behind my computer isn't a great way to meet like-minded people. I have to go out and meet people face-to-face, -face, so I do a lot of speaking. I deliver workshops, I host meetups when I travel, and I further cheat by injecting personal examples from my own life into my writing and speaking. I openly share my interests. People often gain a lot of value from this type of sharing, so it's not done gratuitously. But part of my motivation for doing this is because it improves my social life. When I have a chance to share some part of myself openly, it makes it easy for people to determine if we might be a good match. Some speakers maintain a solid wall between their personal and professional lives. I don't. In my life, these aspects are interwoven. So when I speak up or host meetups, it's for personal reasons as much as for professional reasons. Lately, I've been speaking at a number of dating and relationships conferences. Professionally, I do this because I know I can make a positive difference for people in those audiences. But I also do it because I meet some of the most interesting people at these events. So these are fun and lively social experiences as well. This might sound like an over-the-top solution. It may even sound unfair. Easy for me to do this because I'm a speaker, right? But what if you're not a speaker? What if you don't have the opportunity to get in front of a lot of people, to share a part of yourself, and to meet lots of interesting people in one location? What's stopping you from creating that opportunity? If you think that's a potential path to success, why not take it? No one is stopping you. To be continued. 
You just listened to part three of the post titled, How to Attract Quality Relationship Partners by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Another huge thanks to Steve for letting us share this post with you. And given that January 1st will come all too quickly, I'd just like to give one more reminder to join our mailing list beforehand to have a chance at winning a free book. The raffle is on the first of every month, and you can join right at oldpodcast.com. And just like that, we're 168 episodes down. Thank you so much for joining me here today. And I hope to see you again tomorrow for part four of this post from Steve Pavlina, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.